The signs of the times are all around us. Nations are forming alliances and behaving as we would expect from Bible prophecies about the latter days. This is Matt Davies joining you for another Bible in the News. In the prophecy of Ezekiel 38, the prophet Ezekiel is inspired by God to record what would happen in the very times that we are living in. The times just before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ to the earth to establish the throne of David and the kingdom of God. The prophecy is all about the time after the Jewish nation has been restored to their land. So it has to do with events following 1948 when Israel declared their independence. This time period is referred to in the scriptures as the latter days and we are living in it right now. The prophecy speaks of two blocks of nations. One set of nations which invade Israel from the north and another which feebly challenge this invasion. In verses 1 through 9, we have a description of the invading nations, all recorded by their then current names, circa 600 BC. These are as follows. Rosh, Meshach and Tubal the modern-day peoples of Russia, Magog, the modern-day Eastern European peoples, Persia, which we know today as Iran, Ethiopia and Libya, the North African peoples, Goma, the Western European peoples, and the House of Tagama, or the Turkic peoples. The Confederacy is headed up by a character entitled Gog, who, we are told, is the prince of Rosh, verse 2, Young's literal translation. As Bible students then, we look for a dominant Russia who are allied and leading the peoples, the other peoples mentioned in Ezekiel chapter 38. The other block of nations are mentioned in verse 13, again by their ancient names. These are as follows, Sheba and Dedan, the modern day people of the Arabian Gulf, Tarshish, or modern-day Britain, and the Young Lions, Britain's independent colonies, people like the Americans, Canadians, um, Australia, New Zealand, India, and so on. This set of nations appear to all be a trading alliance, trading in the region when the invasion takes place. The prophecy records their feeble challenge in verse 13, Art thou come to take a spoil? So as Bible students then, we look for these nations to be allied together. We also expect them to obviously not be allied with the Russian, European, Iranian and North African bloc. So what's been happening this last week in relation to these things? Well, first of all, on Monday, Russia's ambassador to Iran announced Russia, China and Iran will kick off a joint naval exercise in the North Indian Ocean this month. The Iranian parliament speaker, Mahmoud Bajar Galbaf, paid a visit to Russia this week. Apparently high on his agenda was discussions to uh, fast-track membership in the Eurasian Economic Union that Russia's uh, dominant in. He carried with him a special message from Iran's supreme leader, for the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. 
This message contained the need to strengthen ties between the nations, which appears to be happening. For Russia publicly supported Iran's position on its nuclear program this week. The new US President Joe Biden, seeking to reverse Donald Trump's decisions to pull out of an agreement with Iran over its nuclear program, he is attempting to re-enter this agreement. Iran has said that the US would need to lift its sanctions on Iran, and Russia has supported Iran in this. So again, we're seeing the alliance spoken of by Ezekiel between the Rosh and Persian peoples developing. Another sign of the warm relations between Russia and Iran was seen in the fact that the recent delivery of Russia's COVID-19 vaccine has occurred. And on Tuesday, Iran launched its coronavirus inoculation campaign using the Russian Sputnik V vaccines. In this regard, we have also seen interesting developments between Russia and the EU this week. Hungary was the first in the EU to approve the Russian COVID vaccine. And according to reports, this Friday they began to roll it out. Although they independently approved the vaccine, the rest of the EU is waiting for a centralised approval process to be completed. And according to one report, Russia is due to obtain formal approval by the European Union next month for the use of its vaccine in EU countries. If approved, it will give Russia new leverage with the EU, especially as the EU has fallen out with Britain over a spat where the EU attempted to restrict vaccines bought and paid for by the UK government from being supplied to the UK. The EU have reportedly been slower to fund and strike deals with drug companies whilst, due to Brexit, the UK was able to move faster and get deals quicker. The EU were forced to back down from its attempt to restrict exports, especially after they threatened to put a hard border in place between Ireland and Northern Ireland, sparking outrage. All of these things are indeed signs of the times, showing the distancing between the nation of Tarshish from the powers of Magog and Goma. They also show a Russia poised to dominate the EU, perhaps with a vaccine which the EU so desperately needs. If we turn our attention to Africa again, we see signs of the times in relation to Russia. A delegation of Russian investors finished a trade mission to Ethiopia this week. According to one report, the group, quote, had fruitful discussions with the Minister of Mines and Petroleum, the Minister of Trade and Industry, the Minister of Urban Development and Construction, Ethiopia's Investment Commission and the Ethiopian Chamber of Commerce and Sectorial Associations, end quote. Apparently, these investors will start operations in Ethiopia in the next three months. In Libya, there is a new government in place after recent elections, and according to a report by the Libya Herald, quote, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, in talks with the head of the Libyan Presidency Council, Mahmoud al-Manfi, and the country's Prime Minister, Abd al-Hamid al-Dabayaba, affirmed Russia's readiness to work with the new government of Libya, 
The foreign minister stressed his country's keenness to enhance cooperation between the two parties in the interest of continuing to develop Russian-Libyan relations which have traditionally been friendly in nature, end quote. So this week, as we glance around the world, indeed, we see evidence of the global alliances forming as we see depicted in Bible prophecy. This indeed gives us confidence that God is in control and moving world events forward slowly but surely so that his prophecies will be fulfilled and so that those who are watching will be encouraged. Speaking to the people of his day, the Lord Jesus Christ said this, When it is evening, ye say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? Matthew 16, verse 2 to 3. Here we have the clear expectation of Christ that Bible believers, followers of God, would be able to discern the signs of the times that they live in. Are we alert to the signs of our times? Are we ready for the return of Christ and the setting up of the kingdom of God on earth? For this is one of the events which will happen in the latter days. For we read in Isaiah 2 verse 2 to 3, And it shall come to pass in the latter days, or the last days, the latter days, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it. And many people shall go and say, come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Let us watch. And prepare then for the return of Zion's king and be encouraged by the signs of the times around us. This has been Matt Davies. Join us again next week, God willing, for another Bible in the News. <laughs> <laughs>